0: Hi, I'm Bec Rayner and this is the Military Wife Life Podcast. A podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports and embraces the spouses behind the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever, whenever, and Defence Bank offers competitive products and services tailored for ADF members and defence spouses. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. Welcome, Ash, to the Military Wife Life podcast. Good morning, Beck. How are you going today? Good. Thanks for coming on. Thank
1: you very much for having me.
0: Can you tell me how you and your husband met and how long you've been together?
1: Originally, we met in 2006, but then again in 2013, when he got posted back to Rough Base Richmond, I was already working on base. We were mates all that time, but then got together in November, December of 2014, when he got back from the Middle East. It was a nice way to get to know him, really, because we've always like texted and talked and stuff. And then both of us became single and that friendship then grew into something more, which is lovely. And then Wally was away because he's in the Air Force and he's a loadmaster, so he travels a fair bit. We spoke through Messenger and we got to know each other that way. After a year of, of dating, we got engaged in January of 2016 and we were, we were married a year after that. So come this January, we'll be married for four years and we've been together for almost six years.
0: Okay, so working on the base and obviously being in that environment, did that deter you from going forward with a relationship with someone in the military or did it make you feel like you had more of an understanding of what it might be like?
1: It made me feel like I had more of an understanding because I already I knew what different musterings did and how often they went away and, and what military life was like. For me, I started work at Rash Base Richmond in December of 2005. I used to work for the on-base accommodation, so I looked after all the single people or people on courses or people just transiting through. So I got a good understanding of frequency of being at home to not being at home. When I worked in a clothing store, I started work there in 2010 you get to see everybody on base and a few visitors and things like that. I felt more comfortable than I guess an average spouse who doesn't know anything about the military when they start dating their their partner. Yeah. Um, I felt more of it like a comfort to know who he works with, what the squadron's like, what they do and my expect like I judge my expectations off that, I guess.
0: Yeah. And so Going into the relationship with that knowledge and with that understanding of military, did it give you a false sense of security about being a spouse, do you think?
1: I think it did. Like when we were working and before Aubrey, everything was fine. I think when I, I stopped working on base and I started my business, because you don't see or interact with people every day, you lose. I lost that sense of comfort because I don't know who he works with now. I don't really know. I know a little bit about what he does and the squadron he's at now does, um, but nowhere near the information that I had when I worked on base as a contractor.
0: And how did you find that transition of going from working within the military space to then being a military spouse and then obviously being out of that space as well and, like you said, feeling disconnected from it? How did you make that transition of doing your own thing to being at home and feeling like you didn't really know what was going on in his world?
1: I'm still it's funny that you asked that question. I'm still trying to figure out how to how to manage my feelings in regards to that because I still find it very difficult. I'm very much a people person. And he's the shy one in our relationship. So if the roles reversed and I could go to work and he could stay home, that would be perfect for us because I thrive off uh, interaction. So I've been not my 100% self because I'm at home and I don't get the opportunity to talk to a lot of people because most of my work is emails and a few phone calls.
0: Also, you know, your husband had been in the military for a fair while before he got together and, and, and got married. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he had, he was sort of set in his ways with, you know, what a posting entailed for him and whatever was happening, if he needed to go away for work or whatever the case may be, how did he then include you in that picture?
1: My husband is a fantastic man. He's very supportive and definitely When something happens, he takes into consideration, like, for example, we discuss posting locations, not just the location, but the position, and is that a good move for his career and things like that. At the moment, he's done two ground jobs since Aubrey, our daughter, was born, and we're just about to get posted again, back down to Richmond, actually, because we're up at Embry at the moment. And he'll be going to a flying position. So we've done that as a couple. We have not done that as a family. So that's our next little adventure, I guess, to learn about um, each other's expectations and having family life as well as military life and and my business as well. So we'll we'll get there.
0: With that, because you did mention that you are struggling with being at home and not being able to interact with people because you thrive off that that's obviously then going to be an added pressure because that position that he's posting to is going to take him away a fair bit more than what you've settled into. How do you feel like that's going to work for you and for the relationship, especially since just, you are already struggling with the way things are at the moment?
1: As I said before, going back to Rough Base Richmond, so that's where we met and that's where I used to work on base as well. I actually grew up in that area, so I have a few family members down there So I could go to my mum's house and have a coffee if she was home or some of my school friends still live in the area and they have kids now. And so then Aubrey will have someone to play with and I'll have someone to have a cup of tea with or or vent to or see what's going on in their life. The way I feel is if we stayed up here in Brisbane and went to a squadron up here, My husband didn't necessarily want to go to the the unit that was an option for him up here. And we had a discussion together and he said, if we're both not 100% happy, then we're not going to bring out the best in each other. But if he's doing something like he'll be in a mentoring position when he goes back, which he strives off, and I'll have... My girlfriends and Aubrey will get to play with their children as well. I think it will be a better fit for our family and ensuring that we're all not 100% happy, but definitely happier than I personally have been in the last couple of years. It's only because of the interaction. And then again, COVID hit as well. So all of last year was me getting the business set up, doing a web page, getting a logo, and getting the business word of mouth so people knew that I had taken the business over and things like that. And so I, that was my main focus last year. And then this year I thought, I'll try out the on-base play group. I'll try and get a few friends and and see how I go. I did really well for, for three months and then and COVID hit. And so no one can hang out with anybody else and we all got to stay home to be safe.
0: So when you first got together with Dave, do you think that the fact that his position and and being in the RAF, he can only get posted to a couple of locations, did that play into you wanting to go forward with a relationship or did that have no bearing and the fact that he was in the military not have any sort of impact on, on whether you would be together?
1: I don't think the fact that he was in the military had any factors on if I wanted to have a relationship or his position or anything like that. He is just an absolute wonderful man. I just think I met him at the right time in my life. And I guess he met me at the right time. And to have a friendship before a relationship did our circumstances a world of good. If it was in any other way, like if we dated and we didn't get to talk for a couple of months beforehand, then things might have been different. But because it was just a friendship and then it went to romance and so on, I think that having that getting to know you you stage without any physical contact was the best thing for us.
0: So what is the near future likely to hold? You mentioned that you're posting, will that posting be two years? Like how does it work with his position?
1: I, I believe it's a three-year posting with possibility of a back-to-back posting. I say possibility because things always change. We chose the location because it's both familiar to myself and Dave and also in the hope that we can stick to one primary school.
0: So you mentioned that you started your own business while you're on maternity leave because that's what any sane person does when they have a new baby. Can you tell us about your business and how that will work? Can you take it with you when you post to different locations?
1: I purchased this business from a couple who used to run a post office and a news agency and they also had an online business called Defence Gifts. Now predominantly it is ID wear, the little zingers that your IDs are attached to, any patches, plaques, uh, lapel pins. I make coins. I've just recently done coins and tie bars for the officers training school down at East Sale for the Air Force, but I can take it with me. So I have just organised a removal company to come and pick it up the week before we move down and they're going to put it into storage for about two weeks and then
0: I'll get it out and pop it back into the house. How does it go with obviously your business being military-related and your husband being in military? Do you ever feel like you can get away from military?
1: Not really. Yeah, we are a very extremely military household, I guess. Going from the uniform store to now having uniform patches and badges and cufflinks and everything like that, that's one thing that I am practising is to give myself a deadline of this is work time, this is family time. Because it was so new at all and it still is new, I feel like I'm scrambling between... Like to juggle everything. But now that everything's a little bit more organised and how I like it and a bit more structured, I have one night off a week and I
0: don't do anything on weekends unless it's extremely urgent. A lot of spouses who have their own business will know where you're coming from, me included, about that balance between always having work sitting there and also that pressure to not feel like you need to earn money or anything like that but just feel like if you've gone from having a job where you know you really enjoyed it and you had that regular pay packet and you were independent and you had that life and then you went to not having that you kind of feel like you need to prove something to yourself I'm I'm not sure how to explain it but you you feel like especially when you set up your own business. Anyone who has their own business wants to make a success of it, but it's just always there and it's really hard to cut yourself off from it. Nine out of 10 Defence spouses wish they found out about Defence banks sooner. Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning, has cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, and pin change functionality. Savings roundups, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Fitbit Pay, Garmin Pay, the list goes on. Oh, and if you really want to go to a branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia. Banking as a defence spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au.
1: Oh, it's extremely hard to c- cut yourself away from it, particularly if it's in your own home. I think for me, I wanted to be able to financially input into our household, even if it's just to make sure that we can do the like extra fun things. So with
0: your daughter, did you discuss family planning before you had her did you were you trying to fit in getting pregnant within a posting like how did you work that out
1: so Dave has two children from a previous relationship Tim and Jess they're a lot older so they're both in their early 20s I said to Dave early on when we got together I said look you are a little bit older than I am I really want kids that's something that I'm not willing to give up so before we take Our relationship further, please think about that because that's something that I see in my future. I would think normally in a normal relationship, those conversations wouldn't have happened so early, but because there's a little bit of an age difference between, I felt the need to bring it up as early as possible so I didn't miss out and I didn't have expectations that weren't going to be met. Lucky for both of us. He thought about it for a little bit, not, not too long, actually a lot shorter than I expected. And he said, yeah, I would love to be a dad again. It took us a while to fall pregnant. I had to make sure that I got my body in the best condition it could be. I have a physical disability and I had to get on the right kind of medication that was safe enough to have a baby i had to do a lot of exercise a lot of physio and hydrotherapy just to make sure that i was in the best condition i could be in saying that we fell pregnant the month after we got married so i don't know if it was getting relaxed on honeymoon or if it was the cocktails in fiji or if it was not having the stress of planning a wedding in my head but she came along quite early in our marriage. We were married in the January and she was born in, in the October, a little bit early. We would like to have another one, but time will tell. We'll just see what happens there.
0: So how did you go going into the relationship with your husband already having older kids and I guess being through the process of having kids while he's been in the military and he's not been there, done that, but how did he refresh his memory about okay well you know this is the stage we're at now and this is what I should be accessing for my partner or for my child again and I guess him as well learning what's available to him because it would have changed from when he had his kids the ADF health card and all of those things and getting you information about what sort of support networks might be available to you how did that work out for you?
1: I'm laughing on the inside because you just mentioned the ADF health card, so. I had asked him about that a couple of years ago. And yeah, 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 we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll get the paperwork done. We'll do the web form or whatever it was. Things just went by and didn't happen and didn't happen. We finally got our ADF health card a month ago in the mail and it's fantastic and I love it. It's the best thing that I've ever seen military-wise for families. So yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. But when it comes to... Dave's children, I think of them as my own. I love them wholeheartedly. Like any new spouse, when your partner has children already, there's learning curves for everybody. Everyone's tried to get to know each other, learn what we all like, what we don't like. Their dad and their mum separated when Jess was close to two. So he's only experiences are of shuffling between different houses in different states and things like that. When it came to Aubrey, he just said, just imagine that I've never had a little one because it was so long ago. He goes, I don't even remember. He had to learn how to change a nappy again, how to feed, how to burp, what to look for, clothes, putting a crib together. But he's a great dad to them. They think of me as a a friend. I'm not their mother figure. They've already got a mum and she's great. So I just said, don't don't think of me as a parental person. Think of me as your friend. If you want to have a chat to me about anything, you're always welcome to. Jess and I have a great relationship. We chat all the time. FaceTime is awesome because she gets to interact with Aubrey and Timmy we see Timmy as often as we can he works full-time so we FaceTime him or have visits regularly they're both in the same state at the moment they both live up here in Brisbane or the Sunshine Coast hopefully when the borders open up they can come down and visit and we'll come up here for visits whenever we can because they're not school-aged kids and they don't come down for regular visits or school holidays and such It's just if they're available and they're not working or not studying, then we get together.
0: Because you had that, experience with working on a military base and being involved in that space did you know about any of like the community houses or the spouse groups that you could access or was that just all new as well like you had no idea about that side of things
1: I knew about defense housing and like service residences and things like that I didn't know about each base having like a little community center and things like that I didn't know about any of that and one of his colleagues' wife said look there's a little community house where you can come and have tea and coffee and meet new people. It's on Wednesdays and Fridays. You don't have to come for the whole time. You can just do a pop-in or whatever you're comfortable with. I did that a couple of times uh, in Sydney and that was that was fine. No, No bad experiences there. For me, I don't mind if you judge me when it comes to my disability, but to judge me with my daughter, I get really... Really anxious and and uptight because people will stare but then not ask questions and not be as helpful as I would have thought they would be if they're new mums themselves. So I was a little bit reluctant to participate in some of those activities. But I think as your baby gets a bit older and as you get a bit more confident being a first time mum, you kind of know that everyone's a bit nervous and it's not just you but then it's human nature as well like if you if you're going somewhere for the first time everyone's a bit nervous and a little bit standoffish and it's you've just kind of got to poke your way through into those groups i think
0: yeah and do you find that with your physical disability that you try to talk about it with people first to break the ice or would you what questions would you prefer them to ask so you don't feel uncomfortable
1: i don't normally bring it up unless i feel like someone is staring it's extremely evident when i walk into a room that i have a disability if people want to ask questions i'm more than happy to answer any questions about anything i just don't like being judged before you get to know me but not not just spouse wise but job interviews like they're they're the most intimidating thing that i've ever experienced so that was another reason why i decided to purchase a business and 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 work from home because i didn't want to have to try and get another job at a different location because of that first initial contact with someone new like you're either accepted straight away or they're a little concerned because different.
0: So what is your physical disability and are you recognised as a family with special needs? How have you gone about it?
1: We are recognised as a family with special needs. I have cerebral palsy, spastic quadriplegia. I've had multiple surgeries growing up to make things a little bit better. I can walk. I'm independent as they come, but my back is curved. My left hip is lower than my right. So I walk with a bit of a wiggle and my right hand's not fully functional. So I tend to either hold my right hand to hide it away or have something to cover it because I'm a bit self-conscious about it.
0: What extra thought process goes into posting to a new location and do you have certain doctors that you have to find in the different locations? How do you go about managing all of that?
1: Yeah, so I've got to find different doctors, different specialists for things. I do have an NDIS plan where I get physio and exercise physiology done and because my balance is not great I have a cleaner that comes just to do uh, the tiled areas and the bathrooms because when things are wet it's more of a trip hazard and when your balance is not great that can become very dangerous so they look after me in that aspect DHA put railings in our ensuite in the shower so I've got something to grip onto when I have a shower so if I'm like, if I'm by myself in the house and I can still have a shower and feel safe and then DHA help us with getting a single level flat home rather than a double storey because stairs are also dangerous. At the moment, we're in a little bit of a, not a pickle, but there's no houses in Sydney apart from a double storey house on Home Find. So I'm trying to just relax a bit on that and think everything will work out if it's supposed to.
0: So, what will happen if one doesn't come up? Will you have to go to a private rental or how does that work?
1: We haven't experienced that yet, but that will that will be an option. The DHA representative that we speak to said that if there's no suitable housing then we would go private rental and get r a possibly.
0: So how are you feeling going into that posting knowing that your husband's going to be away a fair bit and Do you have any extra anxiety about the fact that your husband might not be home at the end of the day and if you've had a hard day physically with your disability and need that help from your husband, how are you going into that posting feeling?
1: I'm not worried about that as such because I know that I have different avenues that I can call upon to come and assist if i need to i don't use a disability support worker on this posting but i do have it in my ndis plan that i could have it if i require one so they would help with things like i have a lot of low back pain and a lot of hip pain so bathing the little one of an evening if i've had a really crappy day that is quite excruciating so i would make the phone call and get one to come in to help me barter just little things like that to make it a a little bit easier
0: with all that spouse life entails and working from home and having a little one and then also the extra anxiety that you have with your disability how do you cope mental health wise how do you look after yourself that way
1: so i listen to my music on full ball when I am by myself so today my daughter's at school and normally I, I would have my music on the loudest possible volume with the loudest possible bass and that really makes me happy. Even if nothing else, if, if my husband's home and I've had a bad day I'd just say sweetheart I'm going for a drive, five minute drive around the block with my music on and uh, he said, say yep no worries.
0: You're nice, five minutes. I'll be like, I'm going for a three-hour drive. I'll be back in three hours, maybe. you got to do what you got to do to have some time out, especially when you have your own business because you have to kind of force yourself to have that time out. You know that you need it, but there's always just something on the to-do list.
1: Just, yeah, reading and loud music are my two go-tos.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ash, and talking us through your spouse journey and all that goes into working from home and having a little one and waiting for a house to come up on Home Find. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me, Beth. I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this.